I thank God for the presence of the Lord. Chapter 3 of the book of Hosea. Then said the Lord unto me, Go yet, love a woman beloved of her friends, yet an adulteress, according to the love of the Lord toward the children of Israel, who look to other gods and love flagons of wine. So I bought her to me for fifteen pieces of silver and for a homer of barley and a half homer of barley. And I said unto her, Thou shalt abide for me many days. Thou shalt not play the harlot and thou shalt not be for another man, so will I also be for thee. For the children of Israel shall abide many days without a king, and without a prince, and without a sacrifice, and without an image, and without an ephod, and without a terrapin. Afterward shall the children of Israel return and seek the Lord their God and David their king, and shall fear the Lord and His goodness in the latter days. I'd like for you to turn in conjunction with that. I'd like for you to turn to St. Luke chapter 13 and uh, verse number 24. The Bible said, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, which killeth the prophets, and stonest them that are sent unto thee, how oft would I have gathered thou children together, as a hen doth gather her brood under her wings, but you would not. Behold, your house is left unto you desolate, and verily I say unto you, ye shall not see me until the time come when ye shall say, Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. I want to preach to you from a title, from a subject tonight. Something that I don't do all the time. But I believe that God has given me uh, a title for this message some time ago. And if I can, and the Lord uh, uh, give me strength and anointing, I, I want to preach from this title, Love with a Heartache. Love with a Heartache. Let's lift our hands and ask God's blessing tonight on the Word of the Lord. God, we come to You right now in the name of Jesus. We glorify You. We praise You, God. We give You glory and honor. We know, God, that You're eternal God. And, Lord, we stand in so desperately need of the presence of Almighty God. We pray, God, that the Holy Ghost will move here tonight. 
you you can be seated. Praise the Lord. Love with a heartache. Amen. I am I don't know for absolutely sure. I haven't been really sick often and uh, I haven't suffered extreme amount of pain. I you know, I haven't. I don't remember ever anything in my body being broken except my little finger in my heart. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, my little finger, I broke it hitting a hard-headed brother of mine right on the head, right up here. And uh, it didn't seem to affect him too much. It didn't hurt him too much, but it broke my finger. And I learned better than to hit Brother Bill Burgess on the head. I hit him somewhere else. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. I suppose that, uh, you know, I have dealt with individuals that was extreme heartbroken. I know that I have lost loved ones that brought such a, a brokenness to my life and heart that actually I remember and I you know really I don't I don't want to carry us in memory back to those times of losing loved ones. I, I don't want that kind of feeling in our service, but I remember one time when my mother was real sick that I I did real well. I, you know, I, matter of fact, I held together very well and very good, and I feel like that it was expected of me. But I remember one night after Sunday night uh, service, after preaching, I was uh, strengthless. I had uh, exhausted myself, and I, I walked into her bedroom, and. Uh, when I walked into her bedroom, well, in her frail, you wouldn't, I wouldn't have recognized it being my mother a few years before that or even a few months before that. But in her weakened, frail, and uh, deathly glazed condition, uh, nothing but more than a skeleton with her eyes sunken so far back in her head. As she reached for me to hug me, and uh, her eyes was was uh, had that death look in them, and she uh, hugged my neck and began to weep, and she said, "Son, I I think I'm dying." And uh, I hugged her, and she caught a hold of me with a death grip. I didn't have any pain anywhere in my body. But I suffered such pain that words really can't describe. Brother Whit, I feel like I could have easily suffered a broken bone, a broken foot, a broken hand better than I could cope with the pain 
that I, I felt inside of me. And because that uh, I felt like it was expected out of me to be strong and I didn't want her to see me weeping, I, I hugged her and encouraged her and prayed with her and, and calmed her down. And it was raining and I, I walked out on the porch in the rain and I walked across back and forth in the yard. I just, you know, I melted inside. I don't know any other words that I could use except that I just, I just melted. I don't know what happened, but it just, you know, out of me ushered and gursed suffering and pain. And, and uh, I would have traded a thousand times. I would have traded places with her. I would have if I could have. And uh, you're talking about broken hearted. You're talking about a heart that's broken in agony and suffering. I don't, I don't believe you could, I really don't believe you could have any worse pain than a broken heart if it's broken right. I thought of this as God began to deal with me some time ago with this message, love with a heartache. I, uh, I began to search out for things that I could illustrate or maybe bring an illustration to the congregation as, you know, I could point to. Amen. Praise the Lord. I thank God for my family and for my children and for my grandchild. Amen. As far as, you know, their physical condition, I, I thank God that there's nothing wrong with them, but I have seen families that uh, into their family came an afflicted child. I mean, physically warped and twisted. And, and uh, I mean, doesn't grow. It can't do the things that other children can do. Amen. And I've watched those parents of that child in that home, even though they had other children, I've watched them as they heap, you might say, and, and place love on an afflicted child. Amen. Praise the Lord. A, a child that was not normal, that was not right, that could not run, that could not play, that could not talk, that could not do the things that other children do. But the love that they had for it, you know... You actually could feel the love radiating from those parents. They wanted to do something special for it. I mean, you know, the other children can get out and play ball, but this one here can't even say anything. And so, they loved, they loved with a heartache. Their heart was broken. Their heart was shattered. And uh, they, they ached inside to understand that this child possibly would never reach adulthood. And if it did, it would never know the joys and the thrills of life like the other children they love with a heartache. Amen. Praise the Lord. I've seen people that... Uh, that you know, they, they didn't, they didn't, couldn't do anything. Their hands were tied, so to speak. Their, 
they physically, they couldn't. I've seen them stand over their children. I, I remember not too many uh, years ago visiting the hospital. And there was a little boy around the age, I guess, suppose, nine or ten years old. And uh, I walked by the room and it was just a solemn feeling that was, uh, you know, even coming from the room. There they sat around in their chairs. You didn't, I didn't have to say, I, I didn't have to have anybody to say we broken hearted. I didn't have to have anybody to say our heart hurts. We hurt inside. I mean, it's just something that, that's tearing the inside out of us. I didn't have to have them to tell me that. I could look over in the bed and there, their little boy was shaving. His head was shaving. And, and uh, I could tell where they'd been giving this child radiation treatments and chemotherapy. And, and uh, it had a dreadful, terminal disease. And as that parents was sitting over that, they didn't back off and say, we don't love it no more. Because we know just a few days we're not going to have him around, so we're going to, we're going to some way cool our love. We're going to withdraw our love from this child because we know that it's going into eternity. But they heaped love on it. They, everything that they could, they did to better and bring a little more joy and thrill of life to this child that was on the way to death. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. They didn't, they didn't think about the money that they was investing because that seemingly was no help being provided. They did one time think about the dollars that was adding up on the medical bill with the doctor shaking his head saying it's no hope. They said, do something else. I don't care what it caused. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That child maybe laid in the bed and, and uh, would want some kind of toy to play with. They didn't say, well, you know... It's no use to do that because the doctor said he only has a few more hours tomorrow the next day. Listen, that, that dad would jump in the car and run straight to Yardbirds and get the toy. I don't know how much does it cost. I don't care what it costs. My heart is aching, but it, I'm still in love with this child. I'm still in love with this Individual that God has given me and I've helped and I've nursed and I've rocked and I had such hopes and for the future and I plan all these years to come. I plan a life together, a future together. And now it seems like the winds of life has blown so hard against our home and against our family and and the grief is raking and raging in our very soul, and you can't understand unless you've been through it. You don't understand the heartache that I have. Yet the love is still radiating from my heart. Love with a heartache. The Bible gives us an illustration here that God said, 
Hosea, I, I want you to go love a woman. Hallelujah. That, uh, that is a harlot. I want, some way I, I want these people when you prophesy, I, I want there to be a feeling in your heart of what I'm experiencing. Uh, you know, I want when you stand uh, and the anointing of God comes, I want you to experience a little bit of the feeling that I, I feel when you talk to this people. Amen. I want you to love. The Bible said that God calls Hosea to love Gomer. It, it wasn't. Do you realize that it's not a whole lot that you can do with your feelings? You can't turn them off and turn them on. God placed a love in Hosea's heart. For this woman that uh, that did not love him, that would rather be giving her life uh, and her body away, would rather been with somebody else. But this man loved her, and I know that it's possible that you and I would say, "Well, bless God, if I was in that situation, I wouldn't love her no more." But if you really was in love, you would love with a heartache. Your heart would hurt. Your heart would scream. You would suffer pain and agony like nothing can describe. Amen. But it would be something about it that would draw you to her because you would be in love with her. This is what God was trying to tell Israel. I wish I could get you. I wish I could get rid of you. But I'm in love with you. I've got a heartache, but I'm loving you anyway. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I feel the anointing of the Lord tonight. Lift your hands and worship Him right now. God, I love you tonight. I appreciate you, Lord. I glorify your name. I thank you, Lord, for the experience of the joy of the Lord. I'm glad that I know you, Lord. I'm glad that I know you, Lord. Praise God. Amen. You see, through the relationship of Hosea and Gomer, uh, the Bible uh, lets us know and uh, Crowley tried to tell us a little bit about what was going on. The first child that was born to this uh, this relationship, and the Bible said, see, God named all of these uh, offsprings that came to the relationship of Gomer and Hosea. The Bible said, name the first child Jezreel. And uh, what are you trying to say, God? What are you trying to tell me, Jezreel? Amen. This is a place of a battle. This is a place of a great Israel and battle, battle that was lost. In Jezreel, Israel was whipped. You go back and look for it and, and find it. 
And he'll tell you that there was a battle that fought in the valley of Jezreel. And the people of God wasn't right and the Philistines walked over them. What he's saying is, Hosea, you'll fight in a losing battle. That woman's never going to love you. That woman's never going to do right, but you can't quit loving her. And there's something about you that I've put in your heart that you can't do anything about. I'm trying to get you to understand Amen. Hosea, I'm trying to get you to understand when you preach and when you prophesy, I want these people to understand that if there's anything I could do to get out of loving them, I wouldn't love them no more. But it's something about me that I love them. Amen. I'm loving with a heartache. I'm loving with a aching in my heart. But I can't let them go. I've got to call them one more time. I've got to let them feel the power one more time. I've got to speak to the heart one more time. Loving with a heartache. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Place of a battle. I imagine Gomer a lot of times as he went to look for Excuse me, Hosea, as he went to look for Gomer, and he would find her. Use your own imagination. I I don't want to get into a whole lot of that, but find her with somebody else. I imagine he looked at her and he said, I ain't never going to have you no more. You know, I'm just... My heart is aching, it's bursting. I don't know what to do about it, but I, I... I, I'm, I'm not going to put up with this. I'm not going to live in this kind of situation. I, I'm not going to go through this. Uh, amen. But just as sure as the day dawned, Gomer walked on their doorsteps, uh, knocked on the door and said, Hosea, would you let me come in? Uh, there was something about Hosea that he swung the door open uh, and there she was. Uh, amen. Broken and bruised. Uh, flinging her life away, but he said, come on back. Amen. Come on back. I can't help it. Let me tell you something. So many times of God of heaven, I believe he looked at you and I and he said, if I could get away from this aching pain in my heart, I'd never talk to you again. I'd never let you feel my spirit again. I'd never let you back in the good graces of God, but it's something about this aching in my heart that I'm in love with you. I can't walk off and leave you. I wonder how many times you and I as individuals have brought the heartache, the suffering to the mind and the heart of God the way that we live. But when we come back, He brings the door open. That's how I'm loving with a heartache. But I'm still in love with you. Come on and enjoy the blessings of God. Enjoy the glory of the Lord. I'm loving with a heartache. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A place of a battle. Amen. Thank God the second child, O Hamath. Amen. Was brought. God said, "Name this child, Lord Hamath." What are you trying to say, God? 
And their name is Hohamoth. Are you trying to tell us something? The Bible said no mercy, no love. This child was conceived and brought forth without any kind of love. Hosea, you love her, but she don't love you. You love her, but she doesn't love you. She don't want anything. Amen. Listen, I wonder how many times have you told Hosea, said, Hosea, I want you to feel what I'm feeling when you prophesy, when you preach. Amen. That that you feel is exactly what I feel. I wonder how many times that God gets a shaking up. Amen. My heart's burning inside of me. My heart is aching and hurting. I'm suffering the tearing of my heart. You don't love me. You don't care for me. You don't care if you're in the house of God or not. You don't care if you worship God or not. You don't care if you feel the presence of God and honor. But I love you. That's why I come here. That's why I protect you. That's why I touch you. That's why I'm here when you need me. It's a one-sided love affair. Come on, you're quiet tonight, but I'm preaching to you. One-sided love affair. Loving with a heartache. Hallelujah. I'm a, listen, let me tell you something. You'll never suffer any more pain than a broken heart. If it's broken just right, you'll never suffer any more heart or pain. Amen. Rage and fear inside of you. Hallelujah. Than a heartache, than a broken heart that's been shattered in a million pieces. I wonder how many of you that are sitting here tonight that have broken the heart of the Lord and never even knew that that you broke his heart. That you walked on like you didn't care what God thought. Amen. You wanted him when I need you, God. Here I am. When I need a place. When I need something. When I need the touch of the Holy Ghost. When I need a move of the power of God in my heart. I want you to open your arms. And here I am. God, touch me. But I don't want to return the relationship of love. Let me tell you something. I believe you're breaking God's heart. I believe you're bringing the heartache and rage and hurt to the heart of God. Hallelujah. Get me just a little bit. I'm preaching to you. Don't sit down on me. Hallelujah. Hear me? I said, don't sit down on me. Some of you need to hear this. Uh, you broke the heart of God. Uh, hallelujah. You brought heartache. You brought uh, hurting. Uh, you brought something to him that he weeps. Uh, the Bible said that he went out on the little knoll uh, outside of Jerusalem. Uh, and the Bible said that he got up on that little hill. Uh, and he looked down at the city of Jerusalem. Uh, and he said, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. How often would I have gathered you together? How often would I have been in your midst? How often would I put my arms around you? But you hold me off. You said, no, I don't have time for you. I don't have time to worship. I don't have time to go to church. I'm telling you, one of these days, you're going to knock on the door of God. And He's going to say, I don't love you no more. I don't need you no more. I'm telling you, you need to straighten up and understand that God someday is going to get tired 
I'm loving with a heartache. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Lohemoth. Amen. No, no love. He said, no mercy. This means, this child name means no mercy. No love involved. Nothing. Hallelujah. It's all one-sided. Coming from Gomer. Amen. Or coming from Hosel. Nothing in return from Gomer. I wonder how many times that God feels like, Oh, Lord. I wonder how many times God feels like uh, this is a one-sided relationship that i got going uh, with the Jesus name Pentecostal Church of Chehalis. Uh, it seems like it's all one-sided to me. Uh, they don't have time to give me any worship. Uh, they don't have time to give me any praise. Uh, they don't have time to give me any effort uh, of having revival. Uh, they seem like they're unconcerned and don't care. Uh, they'll sit in the house of God. Uh, I never let the hand to give me glory. Amen. You're breaking my heart, church. I believe God, if you could tell cup to you tonight, He'd say, You're breaking my heart. I can't get away from loving you. If I could stop loving you, I would. But God is love. He just keeps on loving. He loves it with a heartache. But He just keeps on loving you. I'm telling you, you need to return to the joy of the Lord. You need to follow. Fall in love with Jesus Christ. You need to fall in love with the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I believe with all of my heart that sometimes God loves people. Amen. Don't you know that it must be? I don't know how to know knowledge. Don't you know that it's tough on God? Amen. To deal with you day after day, day after day. And somewhere in the divine providence and mind of God, He knows down the road somewhere you're going to walk out on Him. You're going to turn your back on Him. Don't you know that His heart aches and hurts? But He keeps on blessing you. He keeps on touching you. He keeps on calling you up. He keeps on overflowing up. Even you with the power of God. Knowing that you're going to walk out on Him. How can He do it? He's loving with a heartache. He's loving with His heart hurting. But He said, I'm going to keep on loving up. I can't stop loving up. I'm in love with Him. I'll bless Him. Knowing that they're not going to bless me. I'll touch Him knowing they don't it's because I'm in love with them. Hallelujah. Now I know you and I don't understand that kind of love. That's why I, that's why I give you the illustration of the afflicted child. Hallelujah. You don't withdraw your love. They're going to die. Fellow, don't you know the child's going to die? Yeah, I know it. But I can't quit loving him. God, don't you know they're going to quit? Yeah, I know it. I know it. But I still love them. I still love them. Don't you know they're going to walk out on you? Don't you know they're going to throw down the cross? 
Don't you know they're going to tear the crown from their head and throw it on the side of the road? Don't you know they're going to lay down their harps? Don't you know they're going to hang them on the willow tree? Don't you know they're going to quit singing the songs of Zion? I know they are, but I can't quit loving them. I can't quit calling them. When they come back saying, God help me, I'm going to touch them one more time. I'm telling you, congregation, I'm preaching directly to the Jesus name Pentecostal Church of Jesus. I'm telling you, you need to fall in love with Jesus. I said you need to return to Him. Amen. You need to come back and find your first love. You need to get on your knees. I said you need to get on your knees. You need to say, God, I don't want to break your heart. God, I don't want to bring heartache to you. I don't want to do anything that will bring grief and agony to the heart of God. Hallelujah. I believe God. I believe sometimes God comes in here and touches us. I know we can't illustrate Him as a man, but that's all that I can, you know, that's all I can use. But I believe with all of my heart that sometimes God comes in here and we turn the lights out and we cut the fans off and we close and lock the doors and God is still led prostrate on this rostrum said they didn't give me any love they didn't give me any joy they didn't open their heart to me they walk out calling Cows, their minds on everything but God. I preach it to you tonight, church. I feel the Holy Ghost in my heart and life tonight. We quit breaking up the heart of God. I know He loves us. I know God is love. I know His mercy endures forever. But one of these days, He's going to draw a line. And He said, I'm through. He told Israel, I'm through. I'm not going out to you no more. You love flagons of wine. You want out to other gods. And you've done a lot of things that I'm not going after you no more. Oh, Hosea, it was a lot of times, amen, that when Gomer walked out, that he went after her. Come on back, Gomer. Come on back. Hallelujah. He said, Gomer, Hosea, when you prophesied to that bunch of Israelites, I want something inside of you that'll make them know just exactly how I feel. I'm telling you, I believe that Hosea, when he preached the gospel, or when he preached and prophesied, I, I believe that it was a desire, it was a burden in his heart. I believe tears streamed down his face. I, I believe his heart was broken because he was feeling exactly what God felt. He said, God said, I want you to know 
Hosea. Woman don't love you. She don't love you. Hallelujah. I quit loving her. I mean, he said a thousand times, I wish I could. I wish I could. Somebody said I wouldn't love her. God placed a love that he couldn't get away from. Hallelujah. It's easy for you to say, I'd turn it off. I'd stop it. You can't stop that sometime. Huh? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Well, if they do enough. Amen. That's true. Amen. God also said, Hallelujah. There's coming a day that I'm going to laugh at your calamity. I'll mock when your fear cometh. Uh, amen. I'll laugh at you. Uh, I won't let you feel my presence. Uh, he said, seek the Lord while He can yet be found. Uh, because there's coming a day that I'm going to turn it off. Uh, I'm going to stop loving you. Uh, I don't want God to love with me with a heartache. Uh, I don't want His heart to hurt Him uh, when He looks at me. Uh, that's how I wish that He would return. I, I wish he would respond. I, I wish he would give me something back for all that I've given him. And then you look at me and say, I don't want to do that. I can't do that. Young people say, well, that's too much. That's expecting too much. Let me tell you something right now. Nothing's too hard when it comes to Calvary. I said, nothing's too hard when it comes to the love of God. I dare you to stand up and say, I can't do that. Amen. I can't do that. And look Calvary in the eye at all the things that the Lord's done for you. I dare you to do that. Praise the Lord. Lo Hamath. No mercy. Hallelujah. No mercy. No love. There's no returning. Loving with a heartache. Don't you know, Hosea, his heart was broken, rent into a thousand pieces. Every time that he went down to the local, whatever, you know, street corner, and there Gomer was, forgot about the children, forgot about the house, forgot about Hosea, forgot about everything that was going on, but was out there doing her, her own thing. Let me tell you something, church of the living God, you don't have time to do your own thing. I said, you don't have time to do your own thing. The Lord's coming, uh, and He's loving you. Uh, I said, Jesus Christ is blessing and anointing and moving uh, and touching your life and your heart. Uh, you don't have time to withdraw and drop in a shell and say, I believe I'll do this or that or the other. I'm telling you, you need to respond uh, to the presence and the power of Almighty God. You need to respond. Somebody said, I can't raise my hands. Hallelujah. It's easy for me to lift my hands. I love you, Jesus. It's easy for me to walk in the house of God and say, I love you, Lord. I live for you. Whatever it takes, God, I live for you. I find myself constantly on my knees and God, give me strength. Give me strength. Give me strength to walk righteous path. Give me strength, God, to walk a holy path. Let me have the strength of the Holy Ghost and the power of the living God that I can walk like He wants me to walk.
Praise God. All right, Lo Haramoth, Bible said, call his name Lo Haramoth, for you're not my people. What do you say in Hosea? That one don't belong to you. Belong somebody else. What are you going to do, Hosea? My heart hurts. Inside of me is torn to a million pieces. If you could see the burdens, if you could see the brokenness, it feels like my heart has been squeezed and rent to a thousand pieces. The chapter that I read to you, Hallelujah, said go and love this woman. Chapter number uh, 6, I believe it is. I don't remember what chapter it is, but one place in the book of Hosea. The Bible said that she was out there being auctioned off on an auction block. The price of a harlot. Hosea gathered all that he had to He come running. I'll buy her back. I'll buy her back. Why, Hosea? You don't understand. I'll give everything that I have for her. I'll gather everything that I can afford and I'll buy her back. She did you wrong, Hosea. I know it. She hasn't been true. I know it. Hasn't been faithful, I know it. But I buy her back. And I see in the divine providence of God, Lord, this people's not ever going to do right. But I'm going to give everything I have. He gathered everything that he could, and he took it to Calvary. And I'll use an auction block. While you was wayward. Let me tell you something. Some of you have got children that don't love you. You've got children that's wayward that treats you mean and hateful. But you can't quit loving them. I've got a brother that has a son that treats him every way that you could think of this terrible. And it's easy for me to say I wouldn't put up with it. I wouldn't even let him in my house. I walked in the church over at Shelton, slipped in, opened the door and closed it without him knowing that anyone had come in. At night in the dark, and he'd be laying, my brother would be laying on the floor. He's God screaming at the top of his heart, voice broken hearted. God don't let Damon be lost. God don't let Damon go to hell. God do something about it. And the very next time he'd come in, he'd act like a wild man. 
You love him with a heartache. You love him, Brother Billy, with a heartache. I believe sometimes God loves his people with a heartache. I believe sometimes his heart is so broken. We bring such grief to the heart of God. Are they worth it, God? No, they probably not. You think they're going to make it? Not all of them. You think they appreciate it, God? No. You think they ever going to do good? No. That's not why I'm doing this. I'm doing this because I love them. My heart's broken. I'm grieved inside. They ain't worth it. They're not worth it. But I still love them. I want you to stand right now. I brought you tonight a burden in my heart. I don't know how good a preaching I did. I don't know how much I've touched you. But I do know this, that when God spoke to me, He touched me with this message. I believe it's been times that God has loved me with a heartache. I believe it's been times that He's looked at me and His heart hurt. He was grieved. And all the pain that I tried to illustrate the night that I walked in the yard and it's raining and I could not words couldn't tell you the grief and the hurt I believe at times probably God would have said I'm not talking to him no more I'm not touching him no more I'm not going to love him no more I believe it's time God looked at you, some of you, well, all of you, and He said, I'm just not going to love them no more. They brought hurt and grief. I'm not going to love them no more. I'm just going to quit. But the moment that you stopped, you said, Jesus, would you help me? The moment that you reached out and said, Lord, I need help. It stopped God in His tracks. And it began to pull Him towards you. Lord, I thought you weren't going to love Him no more. I can't help it. 
helpless people needs a touch from God. Don't you feel the love of God? Sometimes we've grieved God so deeply. All of us that is in this building. It's not a one of us in this building that has not grieved. Jesus Christ. But I'm begging you tonight. Come, let us return. Come and let us return to God. We might be bruised, we might be broken.